0: This is the Double State Sports Podcast. I'm Justin Kosia, alongside Michael Manichino and Chris Hunt, and we're still staying out west. We've finished the West, but as I'm sure these guys will tell you, we're heading over to the AL West, and no better team than the Houston, sorry, than the Houston Astros.
1: (laughs) Justin, what what was that noise I just heard? What was it? What noise? Oh. What? So anyway, uh, the Astros, yeah? Um. So this is when it actually starts getting tough, right, guys? Like, there's, there's no clear – in my opinion, there's no clear winner of this division exactly. I think the Strohs definitely could be the favorite to some people. But the A's have been very good recently. The Angels always have a chance with Mike Trout, you know? Yeah. And uh, even the Mariners, they can sneak in and win something. The only team you can really write out, in my opinion, is the Rangers. Am I wrong by saying that? I, I pretty much agree with you. I pretty much agree with you. Um, the
0: Rangers are just going nowhere. I mean, there's only so much Joey Gallo. Uh, Joey Gallo me. can do for you.
2: Joey Gallo is going to hit 190 and 30 bombs this year. I and have like you six know, so. singles. Yeah. Six singles, yeah. 250 <laughs> strikeouts.
0: But if you, uh, you want to look at the rest of the division, like the A's, they're obviously co-favorites with the Astros, if you want to call them that, uh, yeah, to, to when the division is here. The Angels, they always – you can't ever sleep on them when they have the best player of all time, yeah. when they have Joe Adele, who what? just came up last year. What? Well, the best player of our generation, excuse me.
2: <laughs> okay, Justin. <laughs> Sorry, I was, going, <laughs> I was going on
0: autopilot thinking about the rest of the team. You don't want to trigger the Yankee fans, Justin. Yeah. Uh, and they have just – they have a good lineup overall. I mean, obviously, their pitching is pretty abysmal, as when Patrick Happner comes on the show, we'll have – him uh, tell us about it but right, right then even the mariners like yeah they weren't great last year they weren't great the year before but they've got a lot of good young talent yeah um some of the names who i refuse to mention <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so, I, I know which one you're referring to yeah i know which one i'm referring yeah. to well like the third best prospect in baseball <laughs> or something that for some reason for just for some reason i I could have pictured him wearing orange and blue
1: uh, yeah i don't know wait was yeah, he, he like think... a was he on like the island or something like that was he a hockey player Oh, he might have been he might
0: have been and transferred over to baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what was understandable. Um, Mike, if I'm forgetting something of, about the Mariners there, you can you can remind me. I can
2: remind you. Uh you know, they did sign Paxton back, but they're a little busy manipulating their guys' service time. So yeah. we will
0: so we'll we
1: had, see. I mean, they it, had some issues. The...
2: We'll we'll dive into them at, uh, in a few ep- in a few days then we'll yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk all about the Mariners. But for right now, we are talking about the Houston Astros. Yeah, let's talk one, about the Strohs. One game away from the World Series last year, uh, presumably without cheating. This time, they got very close. They almost came back think? from down three zero to the to the Rays, and a team that was sub five hundred last year, snuck into the playoffs. They didn't probably didn't deserve to be there caught a break, got to play the Minnesota Twins first round. That's a team that has never really just doesn't know how to win a playoff series. We thought it was just they couldn't beat the Yankees in the playoffs. It just turns out they can't win playoff games period. And then they they snuck past past the A's in a in a division battle there. So uh, and then they almost came back against against the Rays after a tough start. So this team is in an interesting spot here. They lost Springer. Uh, that's one of their. I mean, that he carried them to the on that postseason run last year. Oh he's yeah, been he was there. the
0: whole reason they won any of the games in the postseason. Yeah,
2: he's been the, he's been their rock and all of their big. I mean, when they won the World Series, he was the World Series MVP, and last year he all he was single handedly carrying them through October. So this is, yeah, they're still. I think. I mean, the A's had some losses too. Simeon's gone and. Time is not the friend of the Oakland A's. As guys get older when they're good and they start having to pay them arbitration. They just can't, the A's cannot afford a $30 million payroll. It seems like so they just have to trade everyone. But uh, I, I like that I co-favorites I think is fair with them and them and the A's. So this is, there's a lot, there's a lot here. They get video back this year. We'll see how, how they want to use if they want to play by the rules or not with that
0: well
1: here's the thing now with the
0: video apparently they're blurring the sign i was going to bring this up justin
1: yes they're heavily considering it apparently
0: i don't know if they're considering i think it's like a done thing
1: i'm not sure i wasn't sure if it was like a done thing or they're just like heavily considering it looks well, i haven't
0: seen it reported much i saw on one yeah mlb like meme page or whatever and then i saw cbs also had reported it like in the bottom part of a random article and i hadn't seen anywhere else it reported it well so. it's
2: probably because they don't know what they're gonna do yet yeah yeah no one really knows if they're getting they assume they're supposed to get video back this year but they're not really they're not really sure i mean it, it hurt a lot of it hurt a lot of not at, it hurt guys like Either jd LL-ish, martinez had an rolling, awful Nolan year Arnotto also Yeah, which I mean, a lot of guys were upset about it and complained that, you know, one bad actor and they they lose something that's important to them in game. But we saw Altuve, Bregman, Correa, they all everybody for them struggled last year. They had they all had
0: career worsts. One thing I do want to mention, by the way, uh, just looking through the Astros roster transactions, uh, they actually signed Juan Soto to a minor league contract on January 15th. Big if true. Now um, it, he is a right-handed pitcher, Juan Soto, so, so it's a little different. I wonder how he'll adjust from uh, the outfield to pitching.
2: Yeah, this is a this is a big ad. Uh, there might be, especially in that pitcher's room, with the, the way he did some of them dirty in, in October. There might be a little animosity there, but I, I think the Juan Soto I'm thinking about actually is having a. I don't think he's going to be taking minor league deals anytime soon. So, <laughs>
0: oh well, how could I? I,
2: so I don't think agenda. that that's concerning. The right-handed pitcher I want to talk about with them is uh, Jake Odorizzi.
0: Yes, just uh, upon
2: recording this podcast, yes, I was
0: going to say prior he uh, signed a two-year deal with them, and I'm kind of mad at Jake for this. I I never thought he would be the type to go to the dark side, but here we are on March sixth, or that's probably coming down to March seventh, uh, twenty twenty-one, and he's just. Gone to the dark side, and there's really not much. Yeah,
2: Jake Jake Odorizzi, friend of the show. Justin cannot believe it. They're very close. Justin had it on good authority. Double say had it on good authority that he was he was going to go stay in the AL West, but go play with Mike Trout. But apparently, not the case. He is going to to Houston. This is this is not good. This is, we do not want to. No one wants to see the Astros get better. I mean, easy team to dislike. You know. Not too hard to hate either, so I, I'm a little I'm a little upset. I don't like to see the Astros get better, but to to crown a, to crown a champion in the American League, you kind of have to go through Houston. So,
0: now with Jake Odorizzi, last year he kind of struggled, but he had injuries most of the year, a lot of blisters. Um, what are you guys going to be expecting from him this year? 2019 which is his lone All Star year. Uh, but aside from that, he's had a ERA for his whole career, hovering just around four, slightly below it. Uh, what are you guys expecting from him now out in Houston? Probably going to be the number two guy in that rotation.
2: Yeah, I, I would say a, a three seven, five. I'd say a, a, a strong year. Pitchers that go out there, they usually, they figure him out. Teach him how to take him to a spin class, teach him how to spin a new breaking ball, <laughs> You know, show them the analytics how their how their fastball would play. Get ditch the sinker, add a four seam, stuff like that. I I think he has a probably close to a career year this year, and is not a not enough like a one or even a strong. But he's a solid. He's a solid two. A guy that they'll if they make if they potentially win their division and make the playoffs, a guy that they 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 turn to in game two. Assuming Verlander's not back, so I think that this is a this is a pretty. I do we have the do we have the money reported yet? We had a we had a year with the with an option. I don't know if we have a the mm-hmm. full. All right, I I got the I got the John Heyman report up here. We have the full terms of the deal are not known, but he has a chance to make thirty million over two years and then there's a third-year player option with a buyout. So that's all we have right now.
0: Okay, that's a that's a fair deal. Um, I mean, I, we don't know how much the prices are, but I like a three-year deal. I like a shorter-term deal for him.
2: Yeah, it's, it sounds like it's probably pretty incentive-based. Uh, probably some some inning markers on there and, or all-star bonuses and stuff like that. So I... I like this deal for the Astros. It's good rotation depth. I mean, if we're getting close to the start of the season, which is the only thing that worries me, that he's going to have less time to, to build up and get acclimated to his new squad. But,
0: but it's I it's mean, not too is... deep into the year like it was when Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell just decided not to sign for months. I feel like it's only a week and a half into spring training. I don't think it's that terrible. It might take him another week, but that's one start, maybe two, where it he isn't a hundred percent. I don't think he, it's going to be as bad as, um, you're making out to be.
2: Well, I think it hurt guys like Bryce and, uh, Machado when they waited so long into, into camp their first year and they, they didn't perform up to the contracts. This is not the same caliber of player for sure, but I think it is something to keep an eye on. Whereas I mean, with, with Kimbrel and and Keiko, that really wasn't their fault. Teams just weren't interested and they were just going to wait because they had the qualifying offers attached. Yeah. No one was offering them anything because they didn't want to give the draft pickup. So I I I don't think it'll be a season ender for Jake O'Dorizzi, but I think if I wouldn't be shocked to see him get off to a slow start or it takes him a little while, a little longer to ramp up facing in game competition because he's missed a, a week or so of spring of actual games, even longer, about a month of uh, pitchers and catchers.
0: How about the rest of this rotation? What are we expecting? We know Justin Verlander's probably going to be out for the year. If he comes back, it'll be right around playoff time, maybe a couple of weeks before that. But what are we expecting from the rest of the rotation? Zach Rinke is the first one. I mean, he's going to be their ace going into the year. But he's going to be turning 30 – or he is 37 – do we still think he's got enough left in the tank to keep on going
1: on what he's been doing for the past decade and a half? Okay, well he's not gonna be like a, his former ace self, you know what I mean? He was their ace last One. year.
2: You know, I I like Zach, and I, he's not a velocity guy anymore. So I think this his stuff still very much plays. I love the fifty four mile an hour curveball. He's he's killing it, but Zach is not really a people person. So I think that fans being back in the stands this year is going to be a detriment to him. He he's even said he doesn't he likes it better without the the fans there.
0: And then you add on top how this is going to be the fans' first time to be able to go out there and boo the Astros. Boo
2: the Astros. That's it. Even though he wasn't he wasn't on the alleged cheating team, but people don't really care. We saw Yuli uh, Gurriel's brother get booed at a Yankee Blue Jay game because they thought it was it was Lourdes, <laughs> but. I mean, he, he, last year he really—I mean, he only—he only pitched to a, a ERA of just a shade over four, and he was three, three and three in his 12 starts with an ERA just over four. Uh, I could, but you know, coming off of some very strong years before that, I could see Zach at a, a three-five this year, and I wouldn't—that wouldn't shock me. That's where I—I mean, that's averaging out his last two years. He'd been a, a three and sub pitcher before that, so. I'll say I'll say a three five for Zach this year. I, I still I still think he plays. It's not like he's a power pitcher, so I think I think he's still a not not like a an ace, but he's a he's a legit one still.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I could see a little higher than three five, but around that area definitely. I'm more. I would be more higher in Lance McCullers personally. I think really McCullers that. I think he's just in general a really good pitcher and he's much younger than Grankey, obviously, by I think about like ten years, I think. Um good chance we could see him being there one in a couple years. I think he's just a good pitcher. Definitely, um I could probably see him getting a little three five, three four kind of area. Probably get close to double digit wins. I think he's gonna have a good year personally.
0: Yeah, he where where would you put him in the, in this rotation then? Would you make him your number McCullers?
1: two? Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely the two. Two? Yeah, no doubt.
0: Well, uh, Christian Javier, I know he was uh, was your rookie last year. I think that he had a pretty good season last year. Do you think he'd keep it up? I mean, we only saw a few games out of him, though.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to be probably four or five in the rotation just to see what he does in the beginning of the year. and they can always adjust, I guess, from there. But um, I-, I think – they, they know that their one, two, three is probably going to be Granke, McCullers Oda because they've been proven, you know, they're effective pitchers. And then I I would probably say, I, I'd say Javier's probably their four. I think that's fair to say. And then um, I believe Frander Valdez just got hurt, and they don't know for how long he'll be out for. But I think he'll probably be their five.
2: I would have, uh, I would have
1: Valdez is out for the year though he has Yeah, to Valdez,
2: he out for the year. Yeah, that's why they signed Rizzi. cuz they okay, they lost gotcha. Valdez. Uh uh yeah, Valdez. I'm losing Valdez hurts them. He was he was probably their best pitcher last year. I'd say McCullers is the 3 behind Rizzi. He was he was all right. McCullers was had like a 4 ERA, but he got he got roughed up in October a little bit. And I think Odorizzi's more experienced. I think they go Granky, Rizzi McCullers. And then after that, you kind of you pick your poison. Hopefully, Verlander does. As a Yankee fan, hopefully, Verlander does not come back at all this year. But I mean, that's a solid. They got a solid one, two, three. That there's proven big leaguers in there, and potentially. So I don't think they're. I think they're they're comf- Val- Losing Valdez, they're obviously not happy about, but they have enough in that rotation to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, they definitely do. It's not top 5 in baseball like it was a few years ago but it's still a, it's still an above average rotation i would say for sure definitely
2: yeah i mean the two guys that like won half their games uh, two years ago are gone like cole and verlander are not going to pitch for them this year so which is you know very very bad but there's still there's still enough in this rotation and in that lineup for them to get to the playoffs
0: how about the bullpen you, you didn't really talk about the bullpen uh, which lost Roberto Azuna this past year. Um, we know that you know, some of their front office guys aren't going to be happy about that, but they still had a really good, pretty good bullpen last year. They have they still have Pedro Baez, who they actually picked up this year. They have Ryan Presley going to be closing out, Blake Taylor, Luis Garcia, Steve Ciszek. There are a lot of good names in this bullpen, and I, I think that it could be one of the better ones in the American League this year.
1: Yeah, definitely. Baez alone is a very good release pitcher to have. I think Presley would probably be their closer and probably do a pretty good job. Um, you know, uh, C-Shack, also very good reliever. It, it's definitely not a bad bullpen to have. I, I wouldn't complain.
2: I I would agree. I, I like Presley as the closer. We'll see how he does getting the last three outs, but that's a guy who's been a very good reliever for them the last few years. Uh, C-Shack is a nice, uh, you know, matchup guy. Get some righties out, but... I'd like. I really like the Pedro Baez move. That's a nice high-octane pitcher to throw in the 7th or 8th inning. Set up for a, a good cl- – I think Presley's going to be a good closer for them. So I'm not losing Ozuna Hurts because he's nasty. But, I mean, I, I think they'll be fun.
0: a little surprised that Baez chose the Astros of all teams, just given the history between the Astros and Dodgers in yeah, recent you would, memory. You would
2: think uh, a lot of these guys have been outspoken about – uh you know, that they won't play there or that the rivalry's there, but I guess Pedro Baez is not one of those guys.
0: No, he isn't, but it, it just still shocks my mind anyways, but he will definitely be a good addition to the pen, and I think this pen, would you say it's the best in, <coughs> excuse me, would you say it's the best in a division, especially since the Athletics just lost Hendricks?
2: Yeah, with Liam Hendricks gone, probably, yeah. The A's still have a good pen, but there's no... I think Presley's probably the best closer in this division now, so...
1: Yeah. And say, I would yeah, agree. to to a Bullpen that was already pretty good last year. I think if Hendricks stayed in the A's, we'd say otherwise, but with him gone, I'd probably say it, was easy. it would be at the Strohs. It's just such a big loss of losing it Liam Hendricks, so it, yeah. it makes such a big difference.
2: Well, yeah. well Liam Hendricks is a top five, five closer. closer in the game for sure, so his loss is extremely significant.
1: So I also wanted to bring up with Springer gone, it seems like his replacement will be Miles Straw. What do you guys think about him? What can we see from Miles Straw this year? You
0: know, I don't really know what to expect from him this year. I mean, he really didn't get much playing time in the bigs in the three years that he has been here because he had been sitting behind a loaded lineup this entire time. He plays mostly center field, but Springer was there. And then the little bit outside of center field he plays is in the middle infield where you had Correa on Altuve. So this guy has been in the league for three years, but we've only seen 199 at-bats from him. Um, I don't expect anywhere near what you'll be getting out of George Springer. I mean, I don't think it's even up for debate that. I mean, I'd,
2: I'd say that's fair.
0: I mean, I, I don't <laughs> I think I'm It's fair I mean, to not <laughs> expect this guy a... <laughs> to
2: come off the – off the pine and hit 280 and 40 bombs. I think I'd say I, that I think I'm fair. going out on
0: a, I think I'm going out on a limb there, but the offensively, yeah, I don't really expect much from him. Defensively, I don't expect him to be a Gold Glove either. But I think he might be a little bit better defensively than Springer was, especially when you're taking into account Springer's probably gonna be losing a little bit of his range as he gets older in the next couple of years. And I think that Straw is 25; he still has some potential to uh, maybe improve a bit but i don't expect really anything from the plate in terms of run production i do think he'll be a solid defender but that's about all i'll expect from him so, this, guy,
2: this guy's a burner he can absolutely fly I know a little bit about miles straw he's this is a guy who's going to hit ninth for them assuming he stays in the lineup but they don't try and roll Kyle Tucker out in center and get I was going to say throw are on the outfield yeah. but i i think that He's a nice he's a nice bench piece. He's a nice fourth outfielder. I don't think he's a – right now he's not a big league starting caliber center fielder. Who knows if the bat comes around. But he's going to play good defense. He's going to run stuff down in the gaps, and he's a nightmare on the bases. So we'll see if he can be a, a pesky player for them at the bottom of the lineup that they – kind of a glue guy for them maybe. But, yeah, obviously not going to be George Springer.
1: So I was actually going to bring up what you were just saying, Mike, or alluding to. Uh, what are the chances Kyle Tucker moves to center? And then we see someone along the lines of uh, Diaz or um, Sosa Jr. One of those take a right field.
2: I think that they're, they're all right because this is an analytics-driven team. I don't think that they – if they don't think Kyle Tucker can play center field, I don't think they're going to sacrifice the defense because they have Michael Brantley out there who's not great. In, in left already. And then they have Yordan, who they got to fit in the lineup, and only one of Brantley and Yordan can DH. So, and they kind of got that, you know, that tricky outfield out there. I don't really see them willing to, to throw Kyle Tucker in center and two bad corner outfielders out there. I think they will stick with someone who can, I, I think they want a true center fielder out there. More likely, I mean, if Straw is just not, if he's hitting below the Mendoza line they might think differently but I think we're gonna see especially at the start of the season them ride with a someone who can run balls down
0: yeah I agree the problem with this team isn't gonna be with scoring runs you can sacrifice one spot in the lineup for a guy that's gonna be able to seal your bases and be a good defender but when you have a team with Alex Breckman, Carlos Correa, Michael Brantley, Jose Altuve you don't need help in the lineup so if you're sacrificing just a little bit of power and just just anything in the lineup in a nine spot for defense that's just gonna be a lot better than what you're gonna be getting with his replacements i think that it's a small price to pay for salvation
1: so is your don still gonna dh that was my question i think he is right yeah probably
0: um because the only other People that would probably DH Michael Brantley and Kyle Tucker are already working around in the outfield. So unless they're going to have a day off where either they're just not playing or where they're just having an eased off workload by DH and Jordan Alvarez is almost definitely the everyday um, designated hitter. Especially after what did on Alvarez play like two games last year? Yeah, you're not going to
2: have him. I don't think that they're going to throw him out in the field with how valuable that, yeah, he did. He did only play two games. He had eight at bats. I don't think that they're going to risk getting him hurt by throwing him out in the field a day or two. I I just don't see them. You relying on him for any meaningful appearances in the outfield.
0: I mean, he'll have a a game here. They're playing in the outfield if, Brantley is playing Dh for a game or if Tucker's playing a Dh for a game just if they want to have them give them a day off or a lighter day but aside from that
2: yeah I don't I don't see him playing the outfield more than once a week though yeah yeah that's, that's I think that would be I a lot agree. I
1: so, mean, you might not even see that until a couple weeks into the season probably
2: yeah I, th- I think if he's playing the outfield once a week that's much more than I would anticipate but you know there's gonna be I mean I if they stay healthy it's probably makes that more likely. If there's injuries, he probably won't play the field at all.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you there, Mike. But the next point I wanted to bring up is what's going to be going on with Carlos Correa after this year? It's his contract year, um, and he's probably going to be the most sought-after free agent in this upcoming class. Do you think the
1: Astros do everything they can to try and re-sign him? And yeah, I, I, can answer think this. He goes? I can answer this. They're going to try everything they can, but he's leaving. Why do you think he's I, leaving? I 100% disagree. he's leaving. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm going to have to disagree with you here. I think he's leaving. There's no way they're going to be able to afford him. Well, I'll let you two uh, fight this I, out. So. I think, Mike, I Mike, think calling him the most sought-after free agent
2: in this class, too, is is grossly disrespectful. He's like the fourth-best shortstop on the that's going to be on the market. There's a class that has Lindor, Story, Seager. Well, hold on. getting no, I mean, my should, I mean, Lindor's getting get the Lindor's extension. Yes. That's a – I would not. I'm not going to make that assumption because it hasn't happened. Uh, I am, and Steve Cohen just pretends he's going to spend all the money, and then he actually doesn't do it. Uh, well, okay, what's the man sold? has the okay, man fine. has made his living off of being fraudulent and lying to his investors and supporters. So,
1: okay, Barca I, Sports I, President.
2: I'm. I'm literally just telling. Him. He's giving you facts, man. He, he, got He didn't have to go to jail for insider trading because well, okay, he well, gave okay, up his entire. But talk- well, whatever. This is not a podcast <laughs> not about seat. Steve Cohen's let's, criminal history. Let's talk. About it's a podcast players. about. I think even that, even if Lindor signs an extension, I Carlos Correa, Correa is not
0: not even the best player. I think Correa I don't. is better than Seager. I don't. I'd rather the only person Seager. you can make the argument for is is Trevor Story. I'm not buying yeah. all that much into one playoff run from Seeger. I'm. I'm buying into the.
2: I'm not buying into the 2019 of Corey Seager. I like Corey Seager. Yeah, there's a little injury history there, and you're, you have you have a uh, Correa over Trevor Story. Please no, tell I, me don't. I, no,
0: it's 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 neck and neck. It's close, but it's I, neck, I, I and will, neck. Okay, I neck and neck. I wasn't neck and neck. I see story's, story's still there. still there. I did overlook it a little and bit. Shoulders above I did. Him. I did overlook it a little
1: bit, but
2: you did. You overlooked it weird. a lot. Either way, there will be no Trevor Slander on the pod. No Trevor Slander.
1: Either way, Mike, what's the deal? Korea is Trevor, okay. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to degrade him at all. Mike, what is the deal that Korea is going to get from the Astros?
0: Korea
2: from the Astros. Hold on. Let me check the age out. This is this is going to be an interesting market because there's so many, there's so many shortstops out there. All right, he's only 26, so he's going to be 27. That's big. Uh, you, you got there's a lot of factors with him that you don't have with some of the other ones that are safer bets. Uh, like you know, the other ones aren't you know they can hit without cheating. So it's a, Correa just posted a 709 OPS this year opposed to in their two World Series appearances he had OPSs over 900. Uh, there's some injuries here with him. I'd say he could probably fetch seven years for. 30 a year though, depending on the type of year he has.
0: Probably and you think well, maybe he stays longer age. What? Anything he stays in Houston?
2: You know, they have with all the money they're paying. May maybe. I just don't see that many teams being super interested. A I lot of the know, teams. Man. A lot of the teams with money already have their, their shortstops. Like the Mets, you assume they're gonna re-sign Lindor. Correct. So then they're they're out. The Dodgers have Story or the not Story a Seeger.
1: Story Story
2: will also be out there, and then there's not that many teams who have money to spend. I mean, where is he going to find? I mean, maybe there's some some bottom feeder or like some team that's looking to build around a young core that wants to sign Carlos Correa. But like, shortstop is in probably the best state it's ever been in the game. A lot of a lot of teams have their shortstop. I mean, where uh, where's Where's the suitor? Where's the team that they plug and play Carlos Correa? They're going to the World Series. I don't think that team is out there.
0: I mean, maybe the Cardinals, if you want to see maybe kind of a little bit of a dark horse. I could see the Cardinals possibly uh, going after him if he ends up hitting the market and not staying maybe. with the Astros. Yeah, but I don't know that. I, I, mean, don't I would know think them, the... That would give them the best infield in the league. Yeah, they, have, they already
2: have Goldschmidt and Arenado on those big contracts, though. I don't see them adding a third big one like that. But
0: maybe. That would be the main thing holding them back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I it's just like the money doesn't work for a lot of teams. I mean, the the money is not in a good state for the game right now. And then it's it's a huge class for shortstops. I think there's gonna be a couple guys in this class that just can't someone will eventually just say that's too good of a deal for a player of this caliber and bite, but you're not gonna get the deals that they that they go in asking for.
0: Do you think that Mink makes his value a little bit lower, just the fact that it's a load of class and the money isn't there? Yeah. I think I'd say that maybe 30 million a year. You get, yeah, you think that maybe goes down to a bit like closer to 25 because of the situation. Yeah, It's like in?
2: 20, 25, 27, maybe even I, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of factors here. The money, the, the money is not, hasn't been there for free agents. now. I mean, the pandemic hurt a lot of teams. They couldn't sell any tickets, you know, it's, it's rough how this year goes is going to, how soon they can get stadiums back to maximum capacity is going to tell a lot about how much money he could get, I think. And shortstop, just not even with this class, just in general, is there's a lot of guys out there that, you know, the short, the positions in, in great health, you can have a, a real debate about like, you top know, almost five top all about like the five guys who's the best. So, there's, there's just, the need just isn't there for Carlos Correa, and he's, he's got that. That didn't hurt George. The Astro ties didn't hurt George Springer, but I think it'll, it'll hurt
0: Correa a little bit more. Chris, anything you'd like to add before we get to our predictions?
1: I, I just personally think that the Stros are going to keep him. I think I don't know where he's going to go, but I think he's going to leave. I think he's going to find a bigger deal elsewhere. That's my prediction.
0: We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I, the Cardinals would be the like one team I could possibly see getting him if it if he were to leave. But I, I, I think I'd the Astros agree. are probably. Um, I think if the price is like
2: right, like if the Cards could get him for like twenty two a year or something, if it if his market really shrunk, I could see him going to the Cards. But I I don't see a bidding war for Carlos Correa this offseason.
1: Well, you know, so we already did the Rockies, but I'm curious where where do you guys think. Uh, Story's gonna sign then, and for how much? What's his market?
0: His market's definitely gonna be higher and more hot, hotly contested. I he will be. Correa will be I waiting. Say. He will be waiting for whoever loses on Trevor Story,
2: mm, mm-hmm. and then he will be. And Chuck then that team right. will have their pick of whether they want to go after him or Corey Seager. And I would. I mean, just because Correa, you could argue that both ways because Correa is younger, but I think Seager's. Seeger's a little and better defensively, probably. But I think Seeger's a better hitter, and you know he's not a cheater. So there's there's a couple at aspects of that. Uh, for story, I could if the Glaber Torres experiment fails, I could see the Yankees going hard. So after I was going to
1: bring that up, Mike. I wasn't sure if you were going to, but I was going to say, is it possible the Yankees could make a run for one of them?
2: Uh, I would say the only I would say either Seeger possibly or probably Story because he's similar to Lemayhu in the way he drives the ball well to the opposite field. I think his game would play very well at Yankee Stadium, but that all depends on whether Glaber Torres can play shortstop or not. So, that is very. That would be maybe a trade deadline thing if Glaber's really struggling, or they maybe pursue him in the off season. But
0: trade and then after that.
2: Yeah, dude, that all change. I mean, that's a whole suitor. Of, that's like the one of the richest teams, if not their, you know, the richest team in the in the game is off the board if their current guy can play defense. So, and then the maybe the Mets are in on, on Trevor's story if they somehow lose Lindor. If but they I don't, can't
1: find a way to extend him probably. I don't,
2: I don't see that. You don't make a trade like that and then just sign a different shortstop at the end of the year. That's yeah, that, you would a hope. better.
1: You would hope.
0: You would hope, but we it's all the Mets you would never,
2: yeah. you don't know. If the so Mets. it's going to be the shortstop market this year is going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, for sure. I agree.
0: All right, well, how about we move on to our projected win totals, then? Let's do it. What does Vegas say, Justin? Vegas Mm -hmm. has them winning the division at 87.5 wins. Um, That's a good line. I think they break that, and I think they break it pretty easily, honestly. I think they hit 92 wins, maybe 93. I just think that this lineup is still one of the best ones in the entire country. The rotation... Could use a little bit of work, especially due to the injuries that they've had, but uh, the bullpen is fantastic as well, and I think that it just, it, it's hard to see them not winning 87, 88 games at the very least, but 90 plus 93 is about my prediction.
1: I would go as far as say I would put money on the over there. Ooh. I would. I, that, I, that's I, I a really good to, line.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the over too. I think it's a little low. I see this as a, uh, I mean, like you mentioned, the
0: episodes ro- we agree on.
2: Yeah, this this is not good. Yeah, you know, switch something up here. Weird, man. They lost, you know, you know, the rotation is not the same. It's still average to above average. I think they're they're gonna do enough there. The bullpen is solid. I like Presley closing. Uh I don't think he's Ozuna, but I think he he's gonna do the job. And uh, the the offense, if they can if the guys can return to form, uh, they lost, I think their best hitter away from you know, the cheating with with Springer, but if Altuve and Bregman and Correa all bounce back with Michael Brantley, who's a proven hitter, and Jordan healthy, I mean, this is, and Kyle Tucker coming along, this is still a very strong lineup. So I'm going to say, I'm going to take the over. I say this is a, like an 89-win team. I think they, they win the division in a tight one and a, kind of a bad division with the A's. So why I, I like them as taking the over as division favorites this year
1: yeah it's one of the easiest overs i've said so far i think they're easily a 91 team in my opinion yeah, Solid this might team, might be great lineup great pitching yep this might be the pick of the entire season i think it's just a little bit lower because they finished
0: below 500 last year and people are kind of down them because of it but if it stays at eighty-seven and a half, and i see no other way than slamming that pick yeah definitely but don't listen to our advice because if we lose or if you lose, we don't want to be the ones picking up the check for that because. Yeah, if you lose, it's not my problem. Yeah, if you lose, it's not our fault. Do not yeah. ever listen to our bad advice because we're just yeah. a bunch of Joe Smoes that don't know what we're talking about. Yeah.
2: Uh, maybe you too. But... <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: well, right. Maybe well, Mike, us. Mike's Mike, Mike knows what he's talking about, which is why yeah. he'll take over this pod for me one day. But thank you, everybody, for listening once again. That's a grind getting these 30 episodes out, so it looks absolutely fantastic seeing the support. We appreciate the support, and we hope that you share these episodes with your friends. Subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Not YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, make sure that you share it with your friends. Leave a review. And most importantly, take care. This has been the Double Say Sports Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Double Say Sports to be notified every time the podcast goes live.